Hey, sippers. Thank you so much for tuning in to A Sip at the Table. Pour up a drink, and we'll meet you at the table. Thank you again for listening to A Sip at the Table podcast. I'm Shafonda. And I'm Yvette. And y'all know the vibes. We're on a mission to redefine Black relationships by staring up the past, shaking up the present, and pouring into our future one topic at a time. Yes, because Black problems are human problems, y'all. So, of course, we're going to curate all this lovely conversation over some good drinks. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Our drink of the episode is crown and coat classic <laughs> a classic in the black community right so we just felt like we would do a nice little ode to the kickoff uh what we feel is the official kickoff of cookout season so um it's so nostalgic for me like just the grilled food good music and you know they had the um that perfect <laughs> filled with dominoes there was always somebody <laughs> dominoes bingo a little Chips that you put the over the numbers, <laughs> uh, coins. So when you start yeah. to play A's, yeah. you have your yeah. change or Pacino. Y'all remember Pacino? That's my Oh game. my God, yo. It's so, it just brings back so many good memories. They didn't have all the color bags that we have now. There's a whole right, we got <laughs> orange now mm-hmm. for the peach. Green. Green. There's a brown bag. I don't think for- I've ever had like regular Crown Royal now that I think. <laughs> <laughs> Up until now, <laughs> I'm thinking of no. I'm thinking about all the bags I collected because I keep them, even though I don't use them. And I've uh, never had a purple one. I've always had the peach or the apple. I've never went to the store and just got crown with no flavor. I've had it. Have you bought it? Yeah, that was the yeah. I bought it because like I feel like they didn't. They just started making. Yeah, I'm not really just, but like within the last. Let me look. Five or six years. I had my first drink at 21, so if that's any indication so of how I was living my life. That is absolutely wonderful. And <laughs> people used to try to hit me with the Smirnoffs, and I was like, no, um, no. I can't drink. I'm under 21. Now what? I'm goddamn lush. <laughs> <laughs> Look how far you've come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. So that is our drink of the week. Um, you can make it as uh, strong or as weak as you like. <laughs> Go strong. Right, right. <laughs> so the, let's get into this word of the day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Today's word is mercurial. Mm. It means changing often or characterized by rapid and unpredictable changeableness. Didn't know that was a word, but it is. <laughs> it can also mean having qualities of eloquence, ing- ingenuity, <laughs> or thievishness attributed to the god Mercury or to the influence of the planet of Mercury. Mm. Give us so, a sentence. On a sentence, I would say something like, she's acting real mercurial right now. One minute she's hot, the next she's cold. Mercury must be retrograding again. So sis acting different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Mercury is always retrograding. Like, yeah. Always in retrograde. So look, it's not even people's fault. Right. It's the planet. Right. <laughs> Mercurial. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. So let's go ahead and get into Ain't That Some Sip. All right, so I'm sure as the I'm sure the world knows by now that Rihanna and ASAP Rocky welcomed their their baby boy into the world, right? Yay! So precious, Taurus baby, might I add? All right, Taurus gang, gang, I ain't gang. Got no, I ain't got nothing against y'all. Love gang, y'all. Gang. <laughs> so he is the richest Hollywood baby, and he has a net worth of about 1.3 billion. 
dollars, surpassing Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner's uh, kids. Praise Crazy, him. right? Think, Praise right. him. Dethroned. <laughs> Dethroned, right? Um, but what I found, I read an article earlier this week, and it was so, or last week, and yeah, something like that. And they have, supposedly, have no intention of raising their son in the U.S., don't blame them. Like, mm-hmm. look around. Yes. <laughs> yes. The U.S. is losing its charm day yes. so by they're, day. They, so they're um, going to be raising uh, their son in Rihanna's home country of Barbados. And um, ASAP actually has ancestry there, too. His dad was from there. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- so it was, like, That's even more cool. dope when he went back to meet her family. It was, like, yeah. you know, full circle, kind of. Did, oh, you probably won't even know this. Like, What's does that? he have a relationship with his dad? Do you know? Uh, like, does he know his, his dad family passed. there? His dad passed. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he had been there, if I remember correctly. Um, I think that was his first time there, mm-hmm. is when he went That's- back with her. That's pretty cool. Like, so I thought that was dope. <laughs> children of the diaspora to mm-hmm. meet... Yep, and then go back to their their home country. Yep, yeah. I mean, I'm ready to move. So. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, I I'm thought like that was pretty good in a good way. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, where are oh, my ties? So right, I like, can go oh, back and people look, can walk with me. Good for them. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <slow> clap, <laughs> right? Yay! But that's dope because yeah. one, yeah, if the is. kid was raised here, it would just like they would be exploited. Oh, he would absolutely like, be exploited. Paparazzi all in his face. Whereas he's going to Barbados, going to be raised there. Like, he got a whole country that's going to, like, protect right. him. Isn't she, like, the hero of the nation? Mm-hmm. Like, she just... She's a national yeah. hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, yep. That's the country's child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then just being black in America, too. Like, yeah, there's no reason. If you have the option. Option? Yeah. Yeah. At this point, you got to make it do what it do. Yeah. So I thought that was super dope. Super dope. All right, Vet. So we, before we really get the drinks, the convo flowing in our open bar, why don't you go ahead and preview the On the Rock Slider? I'm really excited because <laughs> this joint sounds crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So I... No judgment zone, right? So people, yeah, no judgment zone. Yes, correct. But our listener wrote for some perspective on how to handle a situation where she is attracted to one of her close friends' significant other. <laughs> she thinks he's fine. You know, she gets flustered when he's around. Damn, sis, be flustered though. Mm. Yeah, she she got it. She seems to have it bad. She got it. She got it bad. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait to unpack that. Yeah, me. Or maybe I can because no judgment, right? My head is spinning. We're going to definitely give our perspective. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's go ahead and... the bottle what are we sipping off our open bar so i recently came across an instagram video Mm -hmm. i should have been working but here we are (laughs) where this uh, young woman stated that her job was being a full-time housewife okay and so she basically was like she sees it as her husband um pays her to maintain the house sleep with him and basically to be submissive um, she said that people are generally submissive to their bosses when they have a job. So why not be submissive to your husband in that way and you get more out of the deal? She goes <laughs> on to say that, you know, this thing of like this idea of a high valued man, mm-hmm. that if you want a high valued man that can afford to give you this lavish lifestyle that you should probably work for them um, in the public or private sector so if you want a lawyer be a paralegal if you want a doctor become a doctor's assistant or a nurse or something like that um yeah I have thoughts but <laughs> I, I want to 
want to know what Shafonda thinks. Okay, well, first of all, she got to be real specific because you going after a doctor, like what them student loans look like? Are they actually making? Are they actually mm-hmm. making money already? Um, there's so much that I. I try to understand what she's saying, but then I disagree with it at the same mm-hmm. time. It's almost like, okay, let me groom myself because she's saying, yeah. if you want to be a paralegal, like you can't just walk into being a paralegal. You do have to go to school. You study for that. You know, a lot of these paralegals be putting in work. So don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's just almost selling a dream to be like, oh, if you want to do this, just walk in and apply for a job. <laughs> like <laughs> That's true. But I mean... That's also, that's been, like, something that is not unheard of. Like, you like you think about, like, the Stepford Wives mm-hmm. and, you know, people that go to college not for their education, but really to meet a mate. Because, I mean, and I think this is true, too. Like, college is less about what you learn and more about who you network with while you're there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think so. The degree is nice. I don't, but I don't know. But it's more about who you meet um i don't know if i would necessarily agree with that just based off of my own experience Mm -hmm. i felt like i uh really had i feel like i really learned a lot um not even just in my like my actual coursework but about myself as well and of course i met people and all that stuff but like i feel like i actually got an education so so i'm like it's, it's to the social experience too. I mean that, yeah, yeah. That's off topic. That's off. Topic. It is. It is. But, <laughs> I was going left. But to your point too, like these type of jobs that she's suggesting that mm-hmm. women, men, whomever go after, I think also is problematic because if you're looking at marriage as a job, mm-hmm. employees get replaced. Yes. So what happens when the next bright and shiny, like, paralegal comes, strutting her stuff, looking all cute, got her Louis Vuittons on, she looked the part? What? You gonna what be ass out. Sis. Stuff in a suitcase. Yes. I mean, so, I guess she'll have money, though, if she played her cards right. Will she? I mean, if she's marrying a lawyer, you gotta, I don't know, you might have a nice little pre That is <laughs> <laughs> like mm, let me show you the door um i mean again with this you know this high value man mm-hmm. i feel like it's romanticized quite a bit um especially when you have influence influencers you know for the likes of we can say kevin samuels god rest it in. but mm-hmm. for him i think what irritated me about his message and i feel like it really caught fire was that he almost tainted in my opinion Mm -hmm. this is my personal opinion what a high value man is Mm. right i I agree i um so i was looking i was like where did this like idea of like a high value man like come from Mm -hmm. and like i came across like this it's actually a book or (laughs) manual (laughs) but they're like i think it was like 12 characteristics of what a high valued man is Mm -hmm. so I'm, i'm gonna read them all Adds more values than he takes. That's number one. Number two, he's non-needy, non-approval seeking. Three, life has life goals. Four, never traces. He attracts. I'm going to put a pin in that one. <laughs> Five, assertive, not aggressive. He's emotionally intelligent. Takes care of himself physically. It's responsible discipline. Knows how to operate and last in bed. <laughs> That'd be nice if everyone could do that. Right. <laughs> has a growth mindset, high self-esteem, strong belief system, good sense of humor, it has a secure attachment style. Except for the never chases and it only attracts. I'll take that out of it. These are all these aren't bad. Yeah, this is characteristics. A great list. This is a great list to have. This is a great list. I have no problems with great. this list. Um Nowhere in it does mm-hmm. it say anything about income. Nowhere in it. But <laughs> Kevin Samuel's list, release, mm-hmm. he has to earn at least 10K a month mm. over the course of five years. Acceptance from other group of high-valued men has access to fraternity-like network and has an accepted prominent position by society um and the ability to be of use to other high-valued men mm-hmm. superficial 
Yes, this is very this is a very superficial list, and I think that one of the issues with it is that he w- he was talking to well, I didn't watch a lot of his videos and see a lot of his content because I didn't really particularly care for him or his message, but um, he was talking to the videos I saw younger women, and when you're describing something like this, you're talking about an older man, right. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, of course, you're talking about... This is very accessible for someone who's been working for a while or whatever. There's no problem. But you're also, I think, diminishing or counting out men who could potentially get there also. Because maybe you're, you know, mm-hmm. you're 32, 33, 34. You might not be making 10K a month right now. Mm-hmm. But fast forward 10 years... You could be. So were you not a high value man or didn't have the potential to be one when you were younger and not making that much money? Yeah. So I think he just really, I don't know, almost took a lot of men out of the running. Mm-hmm. When, but, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah. no, no. Mm-hmm. Finish go your ahead. thought. I, I, I was, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was going to ask, though, Let's let's say we're going with the Kevin Samuels definition mm-hmm. of high value men, which includes money, access, power, and influence. That's like mm-hmm. in a nutshell what he describes. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong for women to seek out when they are looking for a partner? Because I mean, when you think about the history of marriage. Mm-hmm. This, like, idea of marrying for love or getting into a relationship for love is is kind of new. You think about, like, arranged marriages, bride prices, um, arguably even the concept of an engagement ring being, like, insurance mm-hmm. for, like, the woman. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is it is it a bad thing? No, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. I think um, if a woman is seeking that, there's nothing wrong with that or wanting someone that she may feel is on her level and bringing to the table the same things that she's bringing to the table. I just personally don't feel like it's the only thing Mm -hmm. that makes someone high value or sought after. And I'm kind of wondering, especially for our black men, like where, where's the, the bar is consistently moving. Like back in the day, you know, a few, whatever, <laughs> I can say the back of the day, but you know, like a few years ago, we can say, or whatever you, uh, you weren't shit if you had no job. Okay. Mm-hmm. Blackness like, okay, cool. Got me a job. Boom. I'm here. <laughs> They're like, eh, actually you ain't shit. If you ain't get no degree, like, damn. All right. Cool. Boom. Got my college degree. Bow. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like, ah, uh, actually, you know, you ain't shit. If you ain't making 500,000 like damn like where <laughs> well, i'm gonna say you ain't shit now you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then you <laughs> so then you ain't shit if you ain't making five hundred thousand dollars you're like okay so where is this bar um and a lot of the times not saying that and i and i don't want it to be misconstrued there's nothing wrong with wanting those things but you also have to be realistic if you unless you're just Mm-hmm. wanting to date an older man i guess but if you're someone in your late 20s or third you know 30s hell even your 40s like you have to realize the or like early 40s or whatever you kind of yeah. have to realize the if someone has potential like do they have right. like you were saying like the list before do you have goals do you have aspirations are you moving towards that because it's almost like that you know whose song is that by jones back then damn well <laughs> Um, so I I feel like you have to kind of look at the potential of a person. Like if you're, you know, that, that's my, that's my thing. So it's not, it's nothing wrong with wanting those things. Not, not at all, but potential to an extent. Mm -hmm. I also think that a lot of people, and I'm going to say just men, um, but a lot of people use potential as like, a crutch. Mm-hmm. Well, I know I ain't doing shit, but I got potential. <laughs> you should want me for my potential. No, they have to be actively working, right? Because correct, correct. Faith without works is dead. Okay? You know what I'm saying? That's I'm. I'm not talking. You know how Lawrence was in the beginning when she came home and he was all right in his robe. <laughs> 
Speaking of, he got Issa. it together though. He got it together in the end. Let's go. Issa has this uh, reality show also mm-hmm. on HBO Max. Um, it's it follows uh, like young black people, like friends, couples, mm-hmm. um, this friend group, and they they're based in California. I don't know why I was watching the show because I was like, these people are young as shit. And <laughs> they, they taking flights, all this stuff. Yo, but, um, young kids got money nowadays. It's a whole different ballgame. It's this social media game. Mm-hmm. I gotta get hit. Mm-hmm. But anywho, <laughs> there was um, this uh, scene where one of the women, they're like maybe 21, 22, 23. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, if he can't pay my rent, then he don't need to be with me because I need somebody that's going to pay my rent. Her rent for her to live on her own. Not even like... Us together. Like, (laughs) we're living in it. Right. We're sharing a household. I just need you to pay my rent. And I'm just like, where? Where are you getting this money from? Because at 21, 22, 23, I barely had a savings account. Let alone being able to afford, like, rent in California. Like... Um, and so I agree that there's this like romanticized idea of like one what a relationship is to what a good partner is, um, and I think it could go all back to social media and how you know people always put the good things out there. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna put their struggle correct out there. Um, and you know, as humans, we tend to gravitate towards when it when it comes to things like that, the success story. Mm-hmm. Um, then going back to this idea of people wanting a high-valued man mm-hmm. and specifically the black community I also feel like and it, I, I guess it's like this idea that you have a high-valued man mm-hmm. and then you have a woman whose job is just to be a housewife just to take care of the home. She's basically a house manager. Mm-hmm. She's Jeffrey <laughs> or... <laughs> The new, the new Jeff Florent, the new yes, Jeff. He's he a, he, he a house manager. He's a whole vibe. I'm Old Jeffrey, <laughs> Florence, Molly, the maid, right? All that wrapped into one. <laughs> Doesn't really have her own mm-hmm. to stand on. Like that, that, that is just her identity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that as black women, as we're growing and we're evolving, we're kind of condemned for wanting to have our own. And you often hear um, that black women are too independent. Mm-hmm. Like, we won't let men lead. And that's why so many of us are single. Mm-hmm. So, is this idea... Can a high-valued man... I guess my question is, can a high-valued man coexist with a high-valued woman? Or is that why? Because a lot of black, black women have been doing it on their own for a while. Mm-hmm. Sad to say. Mm-hmm. Um... And so, and, and that's that's really the idea that a lot of black men use. Like, oh, she's too independent. I've, I've heard that so many times. She's too independent. I need someone to be that's going to be a little more softer. That's going to be a little more gentler. I don't want alpha female. Mm-hmm. So, can there be both? I definitely think so. I mean, look up, look, look at Alpha, <laughs> Barack and Michelle. <laughs> um, and I, I mean. Um, but I'll, I think, I, I definitely think so. I think it, I mean, I feel like there were, there are men who value what a woman or, um, a woman that can hold her own in certain spaces or whatever, just having her own thing, um, who's able to operate, do her own thing outside of what they have going on together. Um, so I don't think that's an issue at all um i know that a lot of times i mean that is the the thing like oh you know i want somebody submissive and the seventh and third but um mm-hmm. i don't know if that's necessarily like a, a age thing maybe it's like a generational thing i if i'm thinking off the top of my head i really can't think of any of my friends who would yeah say that so Maybe it's a generational thing. I don't know. Do you have people like you're around, like around your age, or like some of your close friends or family that like have that idea? I mean, this was back in college, so mm-hmm. hopefully they've changed. People have grown <laughs> and evolved, but yeah. I like distinctly remember someone telling 
a friend that they were too independent to be in a successful relationship with a man. Um, I've also <laughs> had it told to me, I mean, kind of changing tool, but dating someone in there, like mom was like, well, you know, you need to just be happy that he like checks all the boxes, right? Talking mm-hmm. about checklist. Mm-hmm. He works. He, um, doesn't get into trouble mm-hmm. and I know you, you're comfortable, which I wasn't because I had to buy my own Chipotle one day and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but basically because he's not out creeping and doing you wrong as a woman, mm-hmm. you should be satisfied because it is hard to find uh, a black man that's going to mm-hmm. like be faithful and, you know, have a decent job, educated, all these things. So it's like, you, you gotta, you gotta take a little bit of dysfunction mm-hmm. off break. I'm, again, I feel like that's kind of like a generational thing. No, because he believed the same thing. So these generational things. Exactly. But where, did, but where did he get that idea from? He got it from his mom and he probably gonna teach right. his the same thing. But that's, pa- that's a negative thing, but that's something that's passed yeah. on from generate. you know, like, but he didn't. But if it's. It's right, right, right. So it's still perpetuated from someone older. So I think that mm-hmm. I, there still will be, there's always going to be people that have their own opinions, don't agree. they want to be more right. traditional, whatever have you. But that is an older idea. I mean, back in the day, like you just stuck with shit. Like it just was what yeah. it was. Like you were married. It don't, it, it didn't matter. Like you, that was in-house business. That was family business. We married, you know, we're going to stick it out. Mm-hmm. And so you know, as long as the what's what's that one movie Fences? Mm-hmm. With uh, Viola Davis, yeah. yeah, like she was taking like some some shit. You know, what I mean, like nowadays. I mean, there's still women that would be okay with that situation, but it would be a lot less common. So again, you have that older one, like okay, well your bills are paid. You you know you have a roof over your head, and this and a third. Like you should be happy. He cool. He got a job. He can provide. So I think as um just as women are becoming, you know, more of their own in different roles in different spaces, they're comfortable wanting mm-hmm. more or different things from a man. And just having a job is not enough for some. But I, I feel like we, we are comfortable mm-hmm. when you look, for example, when I look at most of like the women in my friend group, mm-hmm. most of them are single they're successful they're what i would consider high value women Mm -hmm. and they can't find a partner Mm, are they are they in like corporate they're across the board so i would say all industries that's so tough i mean it just that's all i was asking where they were because depending on where you're at like it's it's slim and we spend so much time at work that if across the across board. the board, high valued women who cannot. So what are they saying? High valued men. One is like like the independence thing. I, I guess I don't know if innately men need to feel like needed, mm-hmm. but it's like I don't need you. I, I want you, but I don't need, need you. you. I think that is. That could probably be something difficult for a man, not all men, but for mm-hmm. some men to accept because that is such a huge part of what their quote unquote role is supposed to be. Like they're supposed mm-hmm. to provide, they're supposed to be the protector and blah, blah, blah. So if they're with a woman, they, even though she may not make him feel that way, like, and that won't be her intention. And she's like, Hey, like. Yeah, I'm in this space, but, you know, I'm just looking for somebody, you know, whatever. He may feel emasculated just because she has mm-hmm. these things. Not right, but that may be an issue. I don't understand it, to be honest. Man. Like, I mean, to me, I'm like, why would you want a bum? Like, <laughs> right. Why would you want a bum-ass <laughs> woman who's not doing anything? Like, wouldn't you want somebody who, like you know, got her, if she has student loans, got them joints under wrap, banking her own money, doesn't need anything, like, sticking her hand out for no stipend, like, she got her own shit. 
Or that's what kids are is, for. Kids ask you for things. Another thing is that this, I, and we're shifting gears a little bit, but the idea that you can't have it both ways. Like you can't be a career-driven woman and maintain successfully. And like we both know, this is not true. Right. Uh, I was definitely supposed to be like but, that. <laughs> but successfully maintain like a relationship, mm-hmm. a family, like all of those things kind of get put to the back burner and then by the time you feel like you have a good handle mm-hmm. on like where you are in your career and everything all the good men are taking <laughs> <laughs> and you, you just left with the like, the men who think they high valued but obviously not because they, they still left <laughs> they still left um, <laughs> I mean I definitely don't I mean that's not true at all and um I mean But men think that to be true and that's true to corporate like America because when you look at and I think that's true when you see a woman as an employer, it's not right, but your first thing is like, oh, like she's going to be taking a break to like is she married? Because mm-hmm. if she's married, then I know kids is coming soon. Right. And she's gonna be on FMLA mm-hmm. and then once the kids come, she's gonna have all these other priorities that she gotta like juggle. Right. So <laughs> I I feel like that I mean who who runs like this like capitalist society? Men. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's just, that's the thing. It's such a difficult, it's such a difficult thing to kind of digest or like even work through. I mean, like what, we got to find somebody to interview because I mean, like, Mm -hmm. I want to find like a high value guy that's not, that's not married (laughs) to kind of figure out in a high value woman. To kind of figure out, like, what they may be looking for, what qualities they're really seeking, and um, to kind of get a better handle on that. Because I feel like the circles that I, like, really, really run in, everybody's kind of on the same page, same wave, wavelength, kind of thinks the same. Um, and but so, do you have a lot more high-valued women friends who are single than your high-valued men friends? I mean, that are what, single and desire to be in a relationship. What some people, everybody don't want to be in a relationship. What I can, I have a few. What I would consider high value women, like in my life, that are single. Okay, I'll, and compare that to the list of high valued men who are single but want to be in a relationship. Okay, that have never been like married, don't have children, mm-hmm. what have you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like. They be saying the same shit, but I mean, there has to be some type of dis- <laughs> there has to be some type of disconnect, <laughs> right? Like because otherwise, because I'm like otherwise, like I mean, you over here, you over here, like what's up? So there clearly has to be some type of disconnect um, between the two. But kind of going back, just the idea of a high value man. Um, I think when we say that, like kind of how I was saying earlier, or not we specifically, but just with that social media umbrella, um, the narrative that that pushes, I think it does a disservice to a lot of really good men out here and really good women as well, mm-hmm. who, mm-hmm. when you're pushing that narrative to women, they're like, damn, ain't nobody out here because... You know, they're not, you know, there's only a few men and it's even smaller percentage of black men. If I want to date a black guy that's making this type of money. But when did $500,000 become the, you know what I mean? Like, when did that become the standard? You see what inflation look like? In I, do, I do. I do. <laughs> but like, I'm joking. Oh, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I'm like, I see inflation. I see the gas prices. Like, but you know what? Yeah, people are still out here eating. They still out here riding. Right. So when did that become the standard? And like, where is this? Not even a ceiling, but where is the that that baseline at? Yeah. To say like, okay, I am a high value man because if I'm, you know, if I'm out here and I'm 
I got, you know, a really good job. I'm trying to do these other things. I want a family. I'm a good person coming from a good family. Like, when did I stop being high value? Because I feel like I'm married to a high value man. I'll go ahead and claim it. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, it's just so, it's so interesting. And I think like the, like I said, not, not his character, but the, the story that he was pushing, that's what I had a problem with because I'm like, you're making it seem like it, the, the gap that he was talking about. He was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, just go get somebody average. But I'm like, if you, he's like, well, you, you know, you, maybe if he's talking about an electrician or a plumber, they be making bank. Don't let it fool you. Like, yeah. those are all, those have always been really good professions. They make over six figures. Yeah. So, and they're more likely to work for themselves, yes. like be entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um, in a way that, the the idolized corporate America like person suit and tie white yes, collar exactly. aren't allowed to. I also think an issue too is that um, thinking about the the woman you and I talked about her where like she was like she's a small business owner mm-hmm, she makes six mm-hmm. figures why can't she want some someone who makes six figures and he immediately um, pushed it back to her looks. Mm-hmm. So forget about your accolades all of the things that you accomplish are you do you look average so then you deserve an average average ranking (laughs) not even even looking i don't even think that she was asking for look she was just asking for someone to like have the same or on par income Mm -hmm. work job be entrepreneur have their have their stuff together together. and he was Um, trying to make it seem like oh just because she was 35 and a kid nobody but like the the, the, right the the scum of the earth will want her like that's just completely false and again i think it also irritated me because he was talking to a black woman yeah so again like pushing this this romanticized idea that if you aren't a, a what he would deem a 10 mm-hmm. or a set, maybe an 8 or whatever then she was just going to end up with nobody like you know what I also find problematic and it's the reason why we're here and then we could like transition into our next segment mm-hmm. but the fact that, so I didn't watch his videos a lot mm-hmm. But as harsh as he was on women, it seemed to, like, he did have videos about, like, him talking to men. Mm -hmm. And kind of, like, having, like, the same message, like, you need to do this, that, and a third. Mm -hmm. But the video that, the videos that people sensationalized and picked up Mm -hmm. were the ones degrading black women. So what Mm -hmm. does that say about us? I mean, as as a collective, as a people, as, as a unit, not us, but... Well, you know, I feel like a lot of times when it comes to relationships, and I don't know, I mean, I feel like I can only, of course, speak for the, for my own personal experience. I feel like a lot of times men feel like they're always the one that gets talked about. They always the one that get dogged out and stuff like that. So he was speaking about this opposite narrative, like, oh, I'm gonna come at the woman. And I think that it was different for a lot of people. It caught on. It was something different. Um, and I mm-hmm. think that is why it caught on so quickly. Um, mm-hmm. That that's just my that's just my thinking because I feel like they're always like, "Hey, you know, they be jogging, you know, jogging men, and blah 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 blah." So it's something so different. They be like, "Damn, this black man sitting here telling all these black women you need to do this, and you ain't gonna be a high value me. Uh, you you're a four on a on a good day, type shit." I mean, it was just something that was different to people. Yeah to be honest uh, the high valued man mm-hmm. let, let, let's let's reframe that let's re let's reconsider mm-hmm. what that means like, yeah especially sure. in the black community there's a lot of there's a lot of good women out here there's a lot of good men out here doing their thing looking for good people and um looking you know just out here looking really looking for somebody solid um Mm-hmm. So let's push a good narrative. Let's give props to people who are doing things, running yeah. their own businesses, doing real estate, all this other stuff, instead of just minimizing, mm-hmm. you know, just pointing out one particular set yeah. of people. There's a lot. We out here doing good shit, y'all. 
Yes. And <laughs> don't let the media fool you. Yeah. Everyone wants to push the bad narrative. Exactly. So we out here doing good shit. Y'all gonna find love if y'all want it. <laughs> <laughs> the song that I was about to sing was totally inappropriate. <laughs> You gotta see it now. <laughs> I fell love in a hopeless place. Ooh, never mind. I fell in a No, maybe we could cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> the books ain't hopeless. <laughs> you told me to do it. I did, but I instantly regretted it. <laughs> good i'm a little tipsy Girl, me little too i almost put my drink flushed. a couple times <laughs> <laughs> i was like ooh, ooh, ooh. so when i drink a lot and this is probably not good but when i drink like a lot a lot and i mm-hmm. don't drink water my left shoulder start hurting <laughs> i looked it up because i was like what is going on you know me i'm gonna look it up it was like lactic yeah. acid build up when you drink <laughs> oh shit for real i never yeah, heard of you're that. like dehydrated so oh. like, oh, my over water this, <laughs> over there sounds like a 10 man <laughs> no i can't hear it just be hurting but i still be drinking your like, inside be like err, err, err. <laughs> oh so, thankfully that open bar does not have my shoulder hurting but <laughs> shoulder oh my god <laughs> so if you ever see me if you know if, if we ever go out like you up and i'm like rubbing my shoulder with a glass of wine in my hand you know i'm about to light you up when we go out oh my god like oh my shoulder hurt <laughs> but let's get into this this scandalous on the rocks letter. Yes, I'm going to wait. Salacious on the rocks letter. Okay. <laughs> so, Azir, Yvette, and Shafonda. Let me start off by saying I would never, ever cross that line with him or my friend. Okay. Set the tone a little bit. Mm-hmm. I deeply value the relationship I have with my friend, and I truly do like her and her fiance as a couple. He is very good for her. However, me being so attracted to him makes it awkward for me to be around him. He is a very, very handsome guy and also a stand-up dude. Mm. My friend invites him out with us and some of our other friends a lot. And now they live together, so there's really not much avoiding him. He's a really nice guy and fun to be around. But, uh, (laughs) literally... I have the weirdest thoughts when I'm around him. Mm. Like sometimes I will stupidly daydream about being with him or something romantic and or sexual. (laughs) Interacting with him shouldn't be hard, but having those thoughts in the back of my mind makes it so weird for me. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like like a nervous, immature schoolgirl when I'm around him. (laughs) <laughs> I don't flirt with him or anything, but in my head, I worry how attraction to him is apparent, how my attraction to him is apparent to other people. Mm. There was one time we were supposed to go to a bar I had never been to. I made a joke, which was something along the lines of, I hope no dusties come up and try it with me tonight. You know, since the bar was located in a questionable part of town. Mm. He responded, no disrespect, but you look good. So it's going to happen. Mm. I don't know what that was, but it just made my stomach flutter. Ooh. I'm a medium brown girl, but I swear my face must have been red as fuck. <laughs> my hands got all sweaty and I was like, oh, well, damn. <laughs> Thanks. Uh. All awkwardly and shy. There was a weird silence <laughs> before he started speaking about something else. So, yeah. He definitely has some type of effect on me. And to be honest, as of recently, I've stopped going to my friends as of much if I know that he's going to be here, be there, excuse me. For me, I just hate being in awkward situations. And I also feel like it's disrespectful to my friend for me to be less than after her man, 
even if it's in my head. I really wish I didn't find him attractive, but it's hard not to. Signed, horny. That's where it is. Damn, girl. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That was wild. Um, I mean... Pop the bottle. <laughs> let, let, let me okay. pull some more. Uh, right. Coat. All right. Mm-hmm. So, I do feel like, you know, towards the end. <laughs> I did have to take a sip. I feel like towards the end of the letter, she's doing the right thing by not going around. Like, like, I mean, like, what else can she do? Because I'm mean, like, if you're, she does need to limit herself. Maybe Grow she, up. maybe she's trying to, but I mean, like, Girl, I, if you don't go and get you a dildo or something, like you're, you're hot in the pants. She is, but you're she hot, needs hot, a man. Hot. Maybe if she stays away long enough, she can find her own relationship. Yeah. And get, you know what I'm saying? Because if she gets a toy, obviously she's going to be thinking about him. That's oh, not going to help her situation. Uh, <laughs> you know damn well she is. She's going to be like, ah, whatever but his where, name is. Where's your self-control and, like, your, like, discipline? Like, okay, you find somebody attractive. Mm-hmm. We're all human. Fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the attraction part, like, the actually mm-hmm. being attracted to that person. Mm-hmm. Girl, no. I, thank you for writing this. Yeah. But I, I would have... <laughs> took this to my girl. Yeah, I would have I would have took this one. I would have took this one to the Lord for sure. Like, because I don't even know what to say. I I on one hand, I agree that you know, maybe you should keep your distance, but mm-hmm. on the other hand, that's mm-hmm. not fair to your friend. What? I mean, well, I guess it is if you ain't I'm about to say what she's her to do. But are you your friend inviting you places? And you tell her, nah, I can't go. Eventually, she's going to, like, catch maybe on and be like, she, what's the issue? Maybe she will go out to, like, places with them. Like, if they go to the bar or something like that. But maybe actually being in their home. Like, that, I feel like that's, a, like, at a different level of intimate if you're attracted to him like that. But the, uh, until she gets herself together. Do you together. not be friends with this person anymore? Because no, she were definitely me be friends. and my man... I start catching on like why am I inviting you to like kick back at the house or like to hang mm-hmm. with everybody and you always telling me no like what's tea girl what's going on maybe she's not always saying no but maybe she's like if she was a hundred percent yes girl maybe now she's at like 85 percent so maybe not super noticeable just pull back a little bit do her own thing find her own man and then you know then be like this I feel like Oh, it's just an interview. I know. Because, I mean, this is her fiance. So, are you in a wedding? Like, <laughs> probably so. Are you going to be. So, what you going to do then? I'm going to say no. be in a wedding. I feel like she. Because she. I feel like she's in a rock. Between a rock and a hard place. Like, is because she, she. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right. attraction. I, uh, Sometimes, I, don't I mean, know. you can't. You can't help who you're attracted to. Like, you can't physically. help who you're attracted but what she, to. But. The, so all uh, we can do is take what she's saying in the letter. So she knows that it, she don't want to be in this situation. She's not like, girl, if I could just lay him down. She ain't on that type of body. She's like, I feel like, like she wants a nudge. Like, she wants someone to say, like, you know what, girl? That's wrong, but those those thoughts, they're pure. And, you know, he was checking for you, too, because he said you look good that night. Mm-mm. She said, for me, she said, I just hate being in awkward situations. And I also just feel like it's disrespectful to my friend for me to be lusting after her man. So stop. She's trying to. <laughs> as many men as there are out in the world. I you know, can't, out of all the people in the entire know. world. Dream about Out of all the people else. in the entire world. Out of all the people in the entire world. I know. I feel bad. I man, and you know what? This is weird, too, because if they're in, they're engaged, you say? Yeah. So this has been going on for a while because she was probably like, damn, he's fine. As exactly. soon as she was like, oh, this is my boyfriend or this is who I'm talking to. I wonder if so, they met him at the same time and oof. he went for the friend. And she not didn't say her. that. I feel like she would have included it. She definitely would have said that. Like, oh, he was, you know, I saw him that night and we were out. So she didn't say that. I don't know. I don't know what advice to get you. I, I, 
I think that she should not a look, not advice. We just give him perspective. Perspective, right? We just give him perspective. I feel like she's doing the right thing by keeping her distance a little bit, not not like completely cutting them off, but maybe just if y'all are going out in a public space, a bar, whatever, whatever. That's cool because there's be other people there. You can mingle, you can kind of do your own thing. But maybe until you get yourself under control, just limit being in their house. I feel like that's very awkward very weird and that the vibes will definitely be more noticeable like if you're just there intimately hanging out as opposed to how much longer though shit i don't know like how how long are you gonna keep this charade going on i think she needs to back up long enough to find her own relationship she trying to she ain't trying hard enough what's she supposed to do what's she supposed to do i don't know like -uh, you can't tell her like you gotta Orange give her something. No, somebody. you gotta you gotta give her something more than that. Then I don't know if you're gonna tell her to grow up. Girl, stop thinking about it. Think about somebody else. Actively think about somebody else. Like who? You're sitting over here daydreaming. Like he's the only good. Is he the only good looking man in your town? Do y'all live in such a small town that it's only him? Like, or, or are you just jealous because you see the way you treating your friend and you want the same thing? I don't know. She just said he's like a solid dude and he's fine. That's what she said. That's not, I mean, there are a lot of solid dudes. She said he's very, very very handsome and he's a stand up dude. (laughs) Girl. That's what she said. Girl. (laughs) Like that's all I got because I I feel like if you didn't want this to be an issue, it didn't have to be an issue. Yes, we can't help who we are attracted to, Mm -hmm. but as adults, we can be disciplined and reframe our thinking. He is not the only, like, he is not the only person not that the is only fine. One. You will find someone and he will just be a figment of your imagination once you're in your own relationship. So I feel like you should, you know, keep your distance a little bit, maybe not hang out as much, and actively search for a relationship for you. Yeah. Good luck. I'm sis. sorry. Good luck. I'm sorry for your friend. Her friend don't I'm know. I'm sorry. Anything. Her friend, no. Mm-mm, I don't think so. We know. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe... Nah, never mind. I was going to say, maybe it won't work out for them, and then you'll have your shot. No, that's trifling. She can't do that. If they're engaged, that's a wrap. No. I actually know two people who were... Or know of two people that their best friends dated the same guy. One person dated him, didn't work out. Then another person dated him, and they're married happily after with children and the first girlfriend was in the wedding mm, that sounds like a a, a topic because i'm not even gonna touch that <laughs> like, to get into that's a future topic y'all I, I, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah we're gonna dig into that that's a future topic <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all so it's time for on the house and in this segment we you know we always try to give y'all some little tidbit or something like that right so keeping in line, um, hopefully you guys have been uh, doing the money challenge. I think <laughs> I started this month. Well, this is the last day of May. So mm-hmm. started in May. Me so too. actually, where I'm at now? <laughs> Still in May. I'm, I'm where I'm where I started. But okay, okay. You know, so if y'all, okay. you know, if y'all, you know, if y'all fall out. Uh, or y'all fall off just hop back on continue to save even if you can't save what the um what the suggestion is for that week just put something away right and um with that there are three huge stocks that we um yvette and i have been following that are going to be doing stock splits so that's amazon Mm -hmm. google and tesla Right. Write it down, so write it down. yes. So um, Amazon will be doing their stock split on June sixth. Google's is July fifteenth, I, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Tesla, the meeting to vote on their stock split is August fourth. Um, there's not a confirmed uh, or released date yet on when the actual stock yeah. will be split. But if you've put in some money away or you have a little bit, just grab you a couple of shares. Um, yes. We were talking earlier in the episode about diasporans hitting this exodus or living abroad or living other places. And this can definitely um, set you up. We are not financial advisors, of course. So <laughs> always do your own research yeah. and, you know, um, do what you feel is best for your family, yourself, your money or whatever have you. But it could be 
um, a very, very great uh, investment opportunity that we hope a lot of mm-hmm. you all take seriously, start building that wealth for yourself, that generational wealth, so that we can have more flexibility and choices. We don't have to be somewhere we don't want to be. Yeah. Not saying it's here, but just in general. We don't have to be somewhere we don't want to be. We don't have to be stuck or stagnant. Um, so make sure y'all get your money right. Yeah, and I'll just add that, so the stocks are a little pricey. If you can afford a whole share, fantastic. If not, there are certain platforms that allow you to buy like fractions of shares. Or if you can't afford a full share, because I think Amazon and Google especially are over like 2000, mm-hmm. um, you can wait until after this year. So like Amazon is going to split, I think 20 to one. So yeah. it will be like super affordable then. So just mm-hmm. save your coins and be prepared to mm-hmm. pick up as many as you can once it splits. Agreed. 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 Yes. We, we, we gonna make it y'all. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so get our money together. Eight. Yes. <laughs> Wrapping up last call. Is is there anything that you want to you know, discuss before we go ahead and end tonight's episode? Uh, surprisingly, yes. I feel like you're always the one that has like a little <laughs> sprinkle of tidbit, right? A sprinkle. So how about, I don't know if y'all seen it, but how about Walmart has some Juneteenth ice cream, y'all? Girl. <laughs> I was so upset. Like, well, not anymore. They pulled it. Yeah, because because we was up in arms. The community was like, "What the, what the fuck is this? Like, what are we doing?" The the Walmart thing initially, initially, it didn't bother me as much. Did I feel like it was trifling? Mm-hmm. Yes, but something I struggle with is that we we always say that we want people to be accepting of us and we want like these mainstream stores to Mm -hmm. like market to us and they did it wrong Mm -hmm. but we can't part of me feels like we can't say we want this we want this and every time they try to do something there's like an outcry should they have somebody like in their rooms directing Mm -hmm. them yeah and I'm, i'm sure they did I, I'm I'm more than positive there was like at least one black person in that room that was like the people gonna love this. What I didn't like though was I don't know if it was like Dollar Tree or somewhere was like <laughs> selling Juneteenth like plates and stuff, and it was like napkins that was like Juneteenth. It's the freedom for me. It's the freedom for me. Like no. no. So I feel like I, I mean, I, it's, it's that fine line for me. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that it's being recognized that there are, um, accessories, if you will, available for us to buy so we can celebrate and decorate and all that. And I appreciate that, but I also don't want it to become so commercialized that the message of why we are celebrating is lost to people who don't understand it. So, um, it's a it's a learning moment, but it's just like it's just too much. Like, yeah, it, you even though have. black people have been celebrating yeah. for years, you know, years upon years upon years, it just became a federal holiday last year, right. and so now I feel like that instant there goes that that Good old capitalist, that capitalist mm-hmm. mindset, like oh, like let's go ahead and you know let's 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 print this all out, and so. To me, there's just, like I said, like there's that, there's that fine line of, yes, we're being celebrated, but I mean, who were you talking about? I mean, like, did you not, I, who thought it would be good? It's the freedom for me. Now, right. if I, if I'm putting that on a sh- that's different. That's almost like, you know, but you, you wouldn't, about, I wouldn't, but you can talk shit about your family, but can't nobody else say it. Like, it's that type of thing. Like. Just keep, you know, just be mindful of things. There, I feel like sometimes corporations are so intent on making a profit mm-hmm. that it gets offensive. Like, everything's not about money. Yeah. So, yes, I appreciate a shirt that says Juneteenth. Appreciate that I don't need ice cream and wine and napkins say, that say it's the freedom for me. Right. The fuck, like, there you go again, they friends, have... you exploit our culture, like... No yes, one in ways but a melanated other person cultures. came up with thank you. No one but a melanated person has that much sweat. Because we don't profit. see like <laughs> Holocaust survivor t shirts and things like that. But it, it's, it's, the, it's their survival for me. Like, 
is that on a napkin anywhere? Girl. No. So stop. That's why I don't even mess with Tar- um, Walmart like that. Target Target gets it, though, because instead of coming up and trying to, like, trademark Juneteenth, mm-hmm. thank you, Walmart, what they did was they put, like, black designers and elevate black designers, black creators, mm-hmm. um, the woman who has her own version of the ice cream that yes. Walmart bit so off of. To, yes. Yeah, sell her things. Let her make a bag. Not try to yeah. trade. Like, how are you gonna trade Mark Juneteenth? Stop it, Walmart. Stop it. Just stop. <sighs> yeah, I'm over them. Anywho, uh, anywho, <laughs> yes. So last call. Was a little soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So thank y'all for joining us for another episode of A Sip at the Table. Um. You can follow us on social, on our IG at underscore sip of the table, where we post weekly polls, questions, playlists, string recipes, fun little quotes, all that type of stuff. Yes, and also check out our link tree where you can submit an anonymous question. We will not know who submitted it, um, but just click on the On the Rocks button in our link tree, fill out the little Google form, and, and we got you. Yes. Anything else? No, surprisingly not. I'm all I'm all talked out. All right, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Sip safe. <laughs>